Hello and welcome to the Seems Legit Podcast, hosted by your favorite craft beer drinking, whiskey sipping, bourbon appreciating, sushi eating, steak craving, speedo wearing, tell it like it is, poker playing guitarist, the dude himself, the dude Sonny D. I want to thank all of you uh, for the continuing growing support here on the Seems Legit Podcast and uh, also for tuning into this episode. Uh, if you're not already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sonny D. All right, it's that time of year. Back to school. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny now, I guess, being a quote-unquote grown-up looking back on back to school. But for me, it was kind of always that official, like, summer is over. I always felt it was summer as a kid growing up until you started back at school. And when I was younger and starting back at school, it was always at the end of August. It was kind of the back to school time. Uh, yeah, I think it wasn't until I got to university, maybe grade 12, that we started going back after September. And I think even at the beginning of university, it might have been end of August as well. But nonetheless, it was always kind of end of August, as long as I can remember, that eventually it made a transition to after September long. Uh, I like that after September long weekend. I think it gives kids that uh, nice extra little bit of break. They get into September. There's already that kind of like, you know, emotional drain that, oh my God, the summer's over. They get to have a nice long weekend. You know, hopefully both parents are home or are able to be home on that day. And then uh, they get a nice family day and then they go to school on a Tuesday. Also makes for a shortened week. And I find, or at least I always found... From a school point of view or when growing up, as a student, I preferred Mondays off more than Fridays off. I always found Fridays were a decent day. It signaled it was the weekend. So to me, I didn't mind going to school on Fridays. Fridays weren't you know, as big of a drag, but Mondays sucked. Because to me, even still now, Sundays are kind of a rough day for me. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that you know it's a shortened day. The week starts back. You have to face all your issues again. But Sundays fucking get to me. As a kid, they especially got to me. So I could always appreciate a Monday off. And there is something about it too that going to work then on the Tuesday or back to school on the Tuesday never felt the same as a Monday. It never felt like, oh, this is just the new Monday. It felt like, okay, we got Monday off. Now I'm ready to go. And I mean, there's been a lot of talk and I've seen a lot of articles over the years talking about you know, workplace drain and I mean how a lot of professionals suffer from brain drain and all of that. And I mean, I get it. I remember as a student, I think that's one of the hardest things is it is so hard, especially as a student to deal with, you know, life and all these changes going on around you, your life around you and school, but it also does prepare you for the adversity of real life. And I've had this discussion with Jess before. We always say that there is that benefit to going on and doing even more like post-secondary education. So whether you get a bachelor's degree, go on to a professional study, whatever it might be, the more you educate yourself and put yourself in that kind of schooling type setting, it does in a way prepare you. It prepares you to think critically. It prepares you to deal with a multitude of stresses. As I found, believe it or not, I would take the university stresses over again, like being a student than uh, real life. And I think most of you can attest to that, that it's funny. You always think, oh, real life can't be this bad, real life can't be that bad. But it's basically, I think by the time you get through your schooling, you're kind of now so well prepared for life, or at least have a sample of it, that you just kind of deal with it. It becomes part of that process and routine that we talk about so much. And I do firmly believe that there is that benefit to the rest of your life that comes from um, the school environment. 
Uh, so as I've said, whether that be, you know, if you stopped after high school, you went on to trade school or uh, community college, you went on to university, um, graduate studies, professional studies, whatever it might be, there is that it, it now prepares you, right? Like every day, you know, it's like, oh, I only have to worry about four subjects or three subjects in university. Every day you have to worry about every subject you deal with. Right. And I think we just become better adjusted by having been through school. So there is that aspect of it that is to be grateful. So to all you kids out there that are starting school and you're feeling that frustration, trust me, I've fucking been there. I hated school. I truly did. I can admit that openly, candidly. I hated school. I hated going to school. I hated thinking about school. I hated being at school. All of that. I've always loved learning. So that was probably the only thing that really kept me going back was learning, but I hated the school environment um, and people were like, oh, well, well, you know, and it, it, it's just probably for the obvious reasons. I wasn't incredibly popular. Uh, you know, I had friends. I had, I had quite a few friends, but I wasn't one of the recognized. And I'm sure a lot of you can, can relate to that, right? That, or at least what I'm talking about, whether you were on my side or the other side doesn't matter, but just that these environments exist. Like there are those universally popular students right? For whatever reason it is, they're just kind of known around the school. They're almost like a little celebrity in the school kind of thing. Never was that. Never was that. Now, I was always quite rebellious. So maybe I was a little better known than I realized. I don't know, but I was always quite rebellious. But nonetheless, uh, and a good kind of rebellious, just, you know, like didn't, you know, didn't really like to study. I was, I was bad for that. I had, you know, but nonetheless, I, I liked learning. I liked being smart. And while I didn't like studying, you still have to do it. Uh, and then as you get into university, and that's one thing, is it's so important to develop those habits in high school going into university. Uh, so any of you, I mean, that's something I'm sure parents stress to their kids all the time, and it's so fucking true. The earlier you can get good studying and working habits into your kids, the better off they are later on when things do get tougher. And I mean, it does teach you to look for information. I mean, every day, right, in your life, you're going around looking for answers to the questions that you have for whatever it might be, right? How do I make whatever? What's the best hotel to stay at? All of these things. I mean, those are those skills you learned, like having to research and find the best possible information as a student. So I, I, there is a value in it. I mean, Jess was the one that really opened my eyes to that argument. And I think she is right um, on that because I do agree with it. So I I mean, well, I mean, I, I'm trying to think if you could ever to have some, but no, it's for, I don't know. But regardless, I think there is, there is a tremendous amount of merit to that kind of school of thought and that, and then that kind of tidbit there of just, it, you know, being in that school environment does kind of better prepare you for life as a whole. And uh, I do agree with that. But, and I mean, it was funny because I, I know back when I was in university, I had one course uh, where the professor had said, you can always, if you don't want to work in a group, you can declare yourself an entrepreneur as a business course and work by yourself. And it was the subject I was best at. And I thought, okay, wait a second. So I went up to her, I said, can I, and she's like, except for you, Sonny. She says, you have to learn how to play nice with others. And I mean, that was a big thing, right? So even there, there was recognition of that. And she told me afterwards, she had said, it was so important for me that that was the last lesson I truly had for you. There was nothing left in knowledge wise I could teach you. This was it now in terms of book material and the educational material. There's nothing I have left. 
And she says, so now it's, now I get to take my kind of mentoring of you to a whole new level. And that was kind of a neat thing to have and experience and uh, have someone that actually, you know, gave that much of a shit about you, um, who doesn't have to, I mean, how many students did they plow? Have they taught their entire careers? But nonetheless, it was a nice thing. And I mean, yeah, it did teach me that, right. How to work well in groups, how to work well with others, you know, you, you know, how to put aside differences, how to coexist. I think that's a big lesson that um, sometimes people struggle with is that idea of coexisting in that you can both exist in a similar space, but you don't have to be friends. You don't have to be super close, but you can coexist and work together or whatever it might be. And that's super important. I mean, especially as you enter your working and career lives. Um, that ability to play well with others. I mean, it's super important. I mean, especially people, and I mean, depending on the type of organization you're in, all of those things, but it is a valuable lesson. So it's always a bittersweet kind of time of year because I do look back now fondly at school and I mean, and how it's helped me and benefited me and all of that. And I mean, there are times when you do kind of miss it. Um, but then funny funny enough when i do have to ta or mark for somebody at the university when i when i do that it kind of takes that away i, I kind of stop missing it right away just being back there i'm like yeah okay yeah and you know what i'm kind of happy i'm not here anymore and i mean that's that's a big part of it too right i, I know a lot of people that go back to school later in life i i would consider that i've strongly considered it uh something i very well might do uh, but I mean, I don't know as of right now if I'm quite there yet. Cause it does, I mean, as we get older and we have different things, especially out of school, I mean, the idea of going back to school has to be something you're fully committed to. I mean, it's no different than being away from sports or exercise or fitness and deciding, Hey, I want to get back into that. You have to be fully committed to it to truly get the most of it, not waste your time, money, and energy. I mean, we can't buy more time. Right. I mean, we can buy better use of our time, but we can't get, I mean, at the end, but regardless, our time is precious. It's a very, very precious and finite resource, you know, and I've, uh, my buddy over at uh, Mitch, Cal Mitch Calvert at Mitch Calvert Fitness, uh, he talks about that, right? Like maximize that time. There's four months left in the year. What do you want the end of your year to look like? And we kind of talked about that a couple of episodes ago. Um, as well. And that's kind of how I said, so the school year to me is like that start of the new season. I always view September as the start of the new season of my life. I think it becomes ingrained in us because of school, because that was when the school year started, you go through your year, you have your off season, right? It was always that. So, I mean, there's no reason I think truly to not consider that in your regular life. I mean, even kind of when I talk to friends, it's kind of, that's how they view their life as well. The restart is in September. September is kind of the start of the new season, the new year. I mean, you look at poker, for instance, the poker season is that short month. And then September, the new year kind of starts when you, you know, when you're in the community down there and you do, and you're kind of in the know, that's kind of the view there. So, I mean, seasons typically, I mean, WSOP circuit, all these things, seasons. So if everywhere kind of has that, it's kind of no wonder in our heads, we kind of subconsciously gear our lives towards that as well, right? So there's nothing wrong with that. And I mean, going into September, yeah, you can look at it glass of empty. We only have four months left in the year and they're kind of the shittier months um, or it leads into the shittier months or fuck it. It's the start of the new season. Let's go out there and try to make the most of this one. So whether you get out to a slow start, whatever it might be, I kind of recommend that, but it's important to uh, kind of have perspective, I think, as well. 
uh, when we look at our own lives, we look at time, we look at anything, having that ability to gain perspective and look at it from different perspectives, I think is super, super, super important. Can't tell if I maybe ground one of my teeth or something, but it seems like there's a, I have to watch when I speak because it seems like there's a bit of a whistle coming out, but nonetheless, my tooth did feel weird there. Maybe I did just eat lunch, so I don't know. Regardless, uh, yeah, it's about having perspective. And I mean, to all you students out there, I, and I did the, I talked about back to school last year as well, is it's always a bittersweet moment, especially when you're either entering a new stage of your educational life or exiting one. So, and I mean, this one, this probably applies more to parents, but you know, you, if you have kids that are finally leaving elementary school, now they're heading to middle school. I mean, I can't imagine, I never thought about it until now with Jess and her daughter and I watch her daughter grow up, I, I I just, I mean, I can't imagine what it's gonna be like, even for a first grade, I think she starts kindergarten this year, and already I'm super emotional about that, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this little human being is already that old, you know, that now she's going to kindergarten, you know, as soon as first grade, and I'm like, yeah, she is legitimately closer to her high school graduation than I am to mine that has, you know, backwards, right? So it's just, it's kind of crazy to think about that. So, I mean, parents go, I, I get it. It's an emotional time of year. I can totally now understand and sympathize and, and relate to what my mom must have gone through raising me. You know, every year, right? That new school year, I'm sure it was tough. You know, she said my first day of kindergarten, apparently we sat in the hallway and just both of us were crying and we wouldn't let go of each other. And I mean, that's tough, you know, and I'm getting, I, you know, I'm getting very emotional even recording this episode today, talking about it, thinking about Littlefoot and taking Littlefoot uh, to kindergarten. I mean, it, it's true. It, it does impact you, right? That, I mean, as you watch somebody else that you care so much about go through uh, those milestones in their life, it does bring back some feelings of your own. And I think it, it, it's that layer of protection, right? We know for good or bad what we experience, right? And especially the bad, we don't want that for them, right? So it is it is an interesting time. Um, and I think maybe as they, you know, as kids get older, you get more used to it. All right, now they're in high school, whatever. But I mean, especially those young years, I, I relate to all of you out there. Like I, I can feel your pain and emotions right now. Um, as I said, I'm getting very emotional just talking about it. But nonetheless... We still have to talk about things. So, yeah. But, I mean, to all you students out there, for instance, if you're ending high school. And, I mean, if you're listening to podcasts in high school, rock on. I think that's fucking awesome. That's a huge head start. Especially if you're listening to this one. Fuck yeah. Um, very happy with that. Um, if you're going into university or even finishing university, I mean, you should probably be listening to my podcast. But, regardless, um, yeah. You know, good luck in this next year. And make it the most it can be for you. Uh, I was on Instagram and I saw a poker player that I follow. And uh, he's actually kind of a poker coach as well. He has a website, all of that. And he talked about in a recent post, getting did I get maximum value off of that last hand or that last winning pot, whatever it might be. And as a poker player, you want to get ingrained in asking yourself that. And I do see a certain point to what he's saying there. And I want to pass that on to, as we look at this, I'm just going to grab a sip of water here. Or a big gulp. But nonetheless, 
uh, yeah, as we kind of get into that next stage of our educational lives here, or maybe end in a stage of our educational lives, get the most value you can out of this year for yourself. You know, and I, and I mean, I'm not just sitting here practicing like, oh, Sonny was perfect or this or that. No, I was a fucking awful student, especially for a while there in university. It was bad. And I'm trying to impart with you, don't make my fucking mistakes. But get the most you can out of this year. And if this is your last year of high school, get the most out of it. You know, if you want to play on that sports team, you want to do whatever, fuck yeah. You know, get that because you're all you're going to have after this are memories. You create your moments. You create your experiences. You are the, the the main character of your own movie. So just get as much value as you can out of everything around you. Take it in. Soak it in. Squeeze it for whatever you can. And then walk away head held high. And if you're going into a university, go in there glass half full. It fucking sucks. It's tough. You're going to learn more material in every subject than you probably learned in all of high school about any one subject. Or probably about all of them put together. I think that was an an analogy my mom gave me. I said, what is first year university going to be like? And she said, this term, you're probably going to learn more about every subject you've taken then you will have in that one term, so three months, then you will have that same subject or any given subject over the course of four years from high school. And I was like, that's drastic. And she said, yeah, but that is the progression. And when I thought about that, I mean, I was in over my head, but I was distracted, all kinds of nonsense. But anyway... It it's true when when I moved from high school when I look back from high school to from junior high same kind of thing we probably learned more in that first semester of high school math than we had in seven and eight math over two full years you know in grade seven and grade eight you learned more about math than you did probably in all of elementary school and just is the progression. And so keep that in mind. This is the natural progression. It might seem extreme because you're hitting that next level, but it is reality. And you do come out of it better for it. So stick it out and grind away. Um, It is worth the grind. Trust me, it's worth the grind. But yeah, it does suck, but this is natural. This is the, the pace it should be kept at. This is the pace it's going to be kept at. And this is the pace you've kind of kept the entire time. So don't get overwhelmed. Don't get too hard on yourself. This is just the way it is. All right. With that being said, you've been prepared. You've been warned. So go in there knowing this. Fucking grind it out. Put in that time. Put in that effort. Enjoy your time. Enjoy taking in all of this new information. You will come out of this first term smarter than you were for every other part of your rest of your life prior to this. You come out of this bona fide smarter. You are better for this. So remember that. Cherish that and get the most out of that. You know, and soak it all and soak it what it is to be a university student. Right, you are some of the you are the fortunate, you know, bunch that are going on to school. Soak it in, take it in for everything it is. 
you know, and work hard. Put in that work. You get into those good work habits now. You'll be thankful later. And you can say you, you heard it from the dude, Sonny D. Nothing you want in life comes without doing the work and putting in the work and effort. Nothing. You have to put in the work. And that's, and that's reality. It's as simple as that. You want to get good at something, you have to put in the work. You want to get good at a sport, you have to put in the work. You want to get good at something academically, you have to put in the work. You want to get good, you want to be stronger in the gym, more fit, whatever it is, you have to put in the work. School's no different, but it's fucking worth it. It's fucking worth it. I remember it's uh, one of the things, a little bit of a story here is, Kind of towards my last few years of university, I was transitioning more into the TAing role. I was doing a lot of TAing, a lot of lab demoing, lot, um, all of that kind of work. Then as I got out of university, I kind of stayed in the university loop by TAing still. It was a great uh, secondary income, especially as you're trying to transition. It's a tough transition. I found the transition from university to post-university harder than... I think by any other academic transition and maybe I'm wrong. Like I know I struggled with high school to university, but I accepted by the time I was in university, I was like, yeah, I'm here. I'm done with high school. Like I am done here. And especially academically, I was done at that level. I was ready to move on. Uh, but it is a tough transition. So anyway, I, I found, but it was amazing how many students I see now that were former students in the labs that I was instructing or that I was TA for, that I guess I was a guest speaker for in some classes that are now gone on and they're full professionals themselves. Some of them have become lawyers, uh, whatever it might be, accountants, you know, work in the financial sector, whatever it might be. And I'm, and I'm very proud of them. And I'm very proud of a couple of things. A, that they stuck it out because some of them had goals right away. I remember some of them saying, I'm going to be a lawyer one day. And now they are. I'm going to be an accountant one day. And now they are. Right? But also being able to share that side of the class, you know, be on that side, impart something. Some part of their educational experience that got them to where they are today, I was a part of shaping that. And I couldn't proudly say that's in the hundreds of students, if not maybe now, yeah, I'd say I'm probably close to the thousand, but at least in the hundreds. I know I'm well, I'm well into the hundreds. Well into the hundreds of minds. So hundreds of Winnipeg students, I've gotten to shape a part of their post-secondary education. I'm very proud of that. And I love teaching. That's one of the things. And maybe that's kind of part of the theme here to the Seems Legit podcast is I do a, a lot of, in a, in a way, educating, discussing, you know, teaching things like, uh, you know, in the last episode talking about how to make bacon. That is something I've always enjoyed doing. I've enjoyed going out and performing and achieving for myself and kind of that give back of it. And it's, it's just who I am, right? But anyway, uh, I do thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit podcast. I won't take up any more of your time on this one, but uh, it's back to school. Wishing everybody the best uh, in this week. Um, and thank you again so much for tuning into this episode and the continuing growing support here on the seems legit podcast. If you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude, sunny D. I thank you so much. Take care and bye-bye for now.